وأذان من الله ورسوله إلى الناس يوم الحج الأكبر. So this is the meaning of adhan, the linguistic meaning of adhan and a declaration from Allah and His Messenger to mankind on the greatest day. This is a declaration and announcement. And this declaration is from Allah. Uh, this is the linguistic meaning of adhan. Uh, however, in the Sharia, legally, it is the announcement or the declaration uh, for the commencement of the time of Salah in a specific remembrance and the famous uh, version of the Adhan is that it contains uh, 15 statements 15 statements this is the famous one the Adhan of Bilal Allahu Akbar four times Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah wa hayya 'ala as-salah wa hayya 'ala al-falah Allahu Akbar two times each then followed by la ilaha illallah and in salat al-fajr there is as-salatu khayrun min an-nawm salah is better than sleep these statements mean the following Allahu Akbar said four times mean Allah is greater repeated four times Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah Wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah and that Muhammad I testify that he is the messenger of Allah and hayya ala as-salah come for salah hayya ala al-falah come for success Allahu Akbar Allah is greater each of these said twice followed by la ilaha illallah this is the adhan what about the iqama the iqama is the declaration uh, to get ready to perform the salah by a specific uh, pronouncement and this according to the famous version is of 11 statements and they are Allahu Akbar twice Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah Ashhadu anna muhammadan rasulullah Hayya ala salah Hayya ala al-falah each one of these is declared once then قَدْ قَامَتِ الصَّلَاةِ قَدْ قَامَتِ الصَّلَاةِ meaning the salah is established and Allahu Akbar twice then followed by لا إله إلا الله the adhan and the iqama are from the particular matters specific to this ummah. As to the origin of the legislation of the adhan, uh, 
When the Muslims in the second year after the migration uh, to Medina uh, thought that it's a must to have a reference which makes them uh, aware and know the time of Salah. So they consulted amongst themselves. Some of them suggested to uh, a fire to be lit at the time of Salah. But they disliked that because this is the symbol of the Majus, of the Majins, who are the worshippers of fire. And also during the daylight, it's of no benefit. And some of them suggested to use a, a bell. And then they disliked that, because this is a symbol for the Christians. And others suggested that a trumpet Uh, to blow a trumpet and also that was disliked because this is the symbol of the Jews and the next night a one man of them by the name of Abdullah bin Zaid bin Abd Rabb he saw in the dream a man with a trumpet or bell and so he told him, "Do you, would you sell me this? He said, what you are going to do with it? He said, to declare the Salah with it. He said, shall I tell you of that which is better? He said, certainly. The man said, you say, Allahu Akbar, and then he mentioned the Adhan. And you say, in the Iqama, and then he told him. In the morning, Abdullah bin Zayd went to the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and told him of his dream. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Verily, it is a true dream. And he commanded him to relay that to Bilal. May Allah be pleased with all of them. And he told him, فَإِنَّهُ أَنْدَى صَوْتًا مِنْكَ That is because he has a louder voice than you. So he conveyed that to Bilal, and Bilal so went and declared it. The similar dream was seen also by Umar ibn al-Khattab. A similar dream was seen by Umar ibn al-Khattab. So this is the story of the Adhan and the Iqamah. And the origin of this story is uh, found in Sahih al-Bukhari and Muslim, and in its detail is related by Tirmidhi and Abu Dawood and Ibn Majah and Ahmed, and the authenticity of it is declared in Al-Irwa by Sheikh Al-Albani Rahimahullah and Al-Mishka meaning the uh, longer version 
Now, what is the ruling concerning the Adhan and Iqama? The ruling is that it is an obligation. And the evidence for its obligation is the saying of the Prophet ﷺ to Malik bin al-Huwayrith. In a lengthy hadith, he told him, When the salah commences, let one of you make a dhan for you and let the one who is elderly lead you in the prayer so listen to my pronunciation the lamb there is a lamb letter this lamb is the lamb of commandment uh, so, it is for obligation. But this obligation is not an individual obligation on everyone, but it is a collective one. Because he said, let one of you make the Adam. And had it been an individual duty, then it will be upon every individual. But this is not the case. And the iqama is also an obligation because the Prophet ﷺ commanded it, it to be announced and he continued on that. Now, what are the conditions? Conditions of the Adhan. First, that it must be on the proper time. If it is before, it is not valid and the evidence for this is the hadith of the Prophet the hadith to Malik when the salah commences let one of you make the adhan and that is also because the adhan is declaration concerning that the time has commenced and so it is not correct or valid except after the time actualizes uh, the second <coughs> is that the Mu'addin must be a Muslim because the Adhan is remembrance and worship. And so it is not permissible except from a Muslim. Thirdly, uh, it must be declared by a person, a human, not by a recorded instrument and so forth. At the time of the Adhan, it must be done by a person. Fourthly, uh, the person must be an adult and sane, because the insane has no intention, and the Adhan is worship. And it is not valid except with an intention. And the insane, there is no intention from him. As to the adulthood, the declaration or the saying that it is a condition, this is one opinion. Uh, and the, the argued that the, <coughs> the insane adult is not reliable. And the ulama chose that it is permissible 
uh, that if it is from uh, someone who uh, discriminates, meaning around the age of seven, even though he may not reach, uh, may have not reached the age of uh, puberty, and this is the correct opinion, but it is conditional that he should know of the timings of salah, or there should be someone who teaches him uh, to do that. So therefore here comes the next condition that the person must know the timings, the prescribed times and their commencements, whether by uh, looking at the sun or by using the instruments and or the tools because the ignorant, the one who is ignorant concerning the timing, is not reliable concerning his reporting. And from the conditions is that the Adhan should be said in a way uh, clearly, uh, clear, free from distortion of the meaning. So if it is done in a way where there is distortion of the meaning, then it is not permissible. As an example, if he uh, stretches or elongates the uh, uh, the hamza uh, in the saying Allah ah uh, ah, uh, if he elongates the ah, uh, and it will sound like Allah Akbar, this would be like an exclamation. This will change the meaning. Also, he should not elongate the pronunciation of the ba in akbar because if he would say that akbar then akbar is a drum and this is a changing of the meaning and if he uh, substitutes some letters for others then this is not also correct If he pronounces the ra as lam, then this is also incorrect. There are the the rejectionists of the Rafida, the Shia, they added to the Adhan some statements. Like in their Adhan they say Ashadu Anna Aliyan Waliyullah. I testify that Ali is the wali of Allah. Wali, he's one of awliya, meaning pious believer. And this is not permissible. And the response is that this addition has no basis in sharia. And rather, it is an innovation and misguidance, and no one should take by it. No. As to the uh, condition for uh, malehood for the Adam. There is difference of opinion amongst the scholars regarding this matter. Uh, one opinion that this is conditional, that the Mu'addin, the one who calls the Adam, uh, must be a male, and that is because the woman is not uh, fit for raising the uh, voice uh, to declare the Adhan in the manner it is declared because it requires raising it have a loud voice 
and some of the scholars went to the opinion that this is not condition. This is not a condition. They said this is a remembrance, and in origin, the woman and the man uh, are uh, when it comes to the matter of dhikr, of remembrance, there is no difference between them. And they said concerning the raising of the voice, having it loud, they said this is correct, true, if she is amongst men. And also if uh, there is uh, a community of men and women, then the men would take the precedence in this case. However, they said if uh, she is out and uh, alone uh, with other women and uh, want, they wanted to make the adhan, then would that be something considered as uh, valid or invalid? Some of the ulama say that this is sunnah because this is declaration concerning the commencement of the timing of salah and there is no harm in that based on the opinion that the that uh, malehood is not uh, conditional in the Adam and the other opinion that this is uh, disliked for women and also they went to the opinion that the iqama even amongst women alone uh, is also this slight and the preponderating opinion if it is correct if it is done with a voice heard only by the woman around her because there is no evidence to prevent from this except the fear of men hearing her. Another uh, opinion is that if this, is, if this statement is said concerning the iqama but not the adhan, then that would have also an angle to it, meaning that it is sunnah for her to make the iqama but not the declaration of the Adhan, uh, then that would have a consideration. These are the positions regarding this matter concerning the Adhan. Uh, who says the Adhan? And is it conditional on malehood or not? As to the merits of the Adhan, the Sunnah, informed us of many merits and even some of the ulama went to the saying that the saying of Allah in Surah Fussilat 41-33 وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ قَوْلًا مِّمَّنْ دَعَى إِلَى اللَّهِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا وَقَالَ إِنَّنِي مِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ and who is better in speech than he who says my Lord is Allah and then stands straight and invites men to Allah and does righteous deeds. They said that uh, the one intended in this verse is the mu'adhin, the caller for adhan.
And it is affirmed from the Sunnah of the Prophet saying, "In Al-Mu'adhinun." He said that the Mu'adhinun, those who call the Adhan, will have the longest necks, N-E-C-K-S, on the day of resurrection. And this is in Sahih Muslim and in others. And there is, there are uh, many other merits uh, for the Adhan. From that is the saying of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إِذَا نُوذِيَ لِلصَّلَاةِ أَدْبَرَ الشَّيْطَانُ وَلَهُ ضُرَاتِ حَتَّى لَا يَسْمَعَ التَّأْذِينَ فَإِذَا قُضِيَ النِّدَاءِ أَقْبَلْ حَتَّى إِذَا ثوب بالصلاة أدبر حتى إذا قضي التثويب أقبل حتى يخطر بين أو يخطر بين المرء ونفسه يقول أذكر كذا أذكر كذا لما لم يكن يذكر حتى يظل الرجل لا يدري كم صلى. عند حديث نريته بأي أبو هريرة رضي الله عنه. He said that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said when the adhan is pronounced Satan takes to his heels. And passes wind with noise during his flight in order not to hear the adhan. When the adhan is completed, he comes back and again takes to his heels when the iqama is pronounced. And after its completion, he returns again till he whispers into the heart of the person, meaning to divert his attention from salah and makes him remember things which he does not recall to his mind before the salah. And that causes him to forget how much he has prayed. And also in the hadith of Abi Sayyid, and this is in version in Sayyid Bukhari, uh, volume 1, hadith 582 in the English translation of the meaning. And also in the hadith of Abi Sayyid al-Khudari, radiyallahu anhu, qal, Sami'atu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul, innahu la yasma'u mada sawt al-mu'adhin, جن ولا إنس ولا شيء إلا شهد له يوم القيامة أبي سعيد الخضري رضي الله تعالى عنه reported that I heard أبو سعيد الخضري رضي الله عنه reported that I heard Allah's messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم saying as regards raising the voice in pronouncing the adhan whoever hears the adhan whether a human being a jinn or any other creature will be a witness for you on the day of resurrection. And the Prophet ﷺ, and there is no doubt that it is better than the imamah, better than leading the salah, because the narrations mentioned concerning the adhan and its merits are more, are greater in number, and also more famous. Now, the Messenger ﷺ did not pronounce the adhan, nor did the rightly guided caliphs after him. That is because they were busy with the affairs of the Muslims, and that the Adhan requires uh, full time in order to uh, specify the timing and be uh, prepared for the announcement over the day uh, period. 
And the Prophet ﷺ incited that the person says what the Mu'addin exactly says, or just as he says. He وسلم, said, إِذَا سَمِعْتُمُ المؤذن فَقُولُوا مِثْلَ مَا يَقُولُ In the hadith which is agreed upon, the Prophet ﷺ said from the hadith of Abu Sa'id al-Khudari radiallahu anhu, إِذَا سَمِعْتُمُ النِّدَاءَ فَقُولُوا مِثْلَ مَا يَقُولُ المؤذن Whenever you hear the adhan, say just as the mu'adhin, the caller for adhan, is saying. <clears throat> then afterwards, if the person says what the mu'adhin says, then he makes salah upon the messenger wasallam, and then asks Allah for the wasila uh, to grant Muhammad wasallam this is station of wasila, then the person would receive, rightfully receive, the intercession of the Prophet ﷺ on the day of resurrection. And therefore it is the sunnah to follow what the mu'adhin says. Uh, and if the mu'adhin says, Hayya ala salah, then the hearer of the adhan says, La hawla, وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ Also if he hears the same with حَيَّ عَلَى الْفَلَاحِ He says the same. And in the Fajr Adhan الصَّلَاةُ خَيْرٌ مِّنَ النَّوْمِ Salah is better than sleep. He says الصَّلَاةُ خَيْرٌ مِّنَ النَّوْمِ <coughs> What's the ruling of the Salah without Adhan? Pronounced. If a group of Muslims <coughs> pray without the Adhan, then they are held sinful. And the Salah is valid, and similarly the Iqama. What about the Adhan for the travelers? According to the correct opinion, it is a must, and so over and so it also applies to the residents. Because of the hadith of Malik ibn al-Huwayrith indicating so. Let one of you make the adhan. And this is general. And in fact, uh, some people came to the Messenger وسلم, and he said to them the same thing. And he said this hadith, he said this wording, if the salah commences, then let one of you um, make the adhan. And they were travelers. So indicating that it is also obligatory upon the travelers. What about the adhan for a missed salah? Someone missed the salah and he's making it up and wants to make up. According to the correct opinion, this also holds true that it is an obligation because the Prophet ﷺ when he slept and missed salah to subh, the morning, the fajr prayer, and he... Uh, uh, was awake uh, after uh, the sunrise and uh, he uh, commanded Bilal to make the Adhan for Fajr and then he established a prayer and also because of the hadith the general hadith of Malik bin Hawairith when the Salah commences let one of you make the Adhan and this is general what about the ruling of delaying the Adhan if the Salah is delayed, like someone uh, delays the Isha, 
if he was uh, traveling. Then he also delays the Adhan until the Salah uh, time. These are uh, some beneficial points concerning the Adhan. And inshallah ta'ala, in the next time we'll begin the, uh, discussing the hadiths under this chapter title. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.